BBC EastEnders' Maisie Smith and Max George are homeless and go abroad just to eat. Kerry Russell is barefoot as she steps outside her Brooklyn brownstone to talk to a man during her firewood delivery. The One Show viewers distracted by Nicole Scherzinger's bedsheet appearance. Hello and welcome to Barely Contained, the podcast that is to celebrity journalism what the game Simon is to machine learning. I'm Chris Beckett and I'm joined as ever by Matt Withers. Now, Matt, I don't know about you, but I for one would very much like to welcome our AI overlords. Oh, good to see you, Chris. Uh, yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the day when we don't actually have to do any work on this. Um, we can just get a chat bot to record the podcast for us. In fact, That'd be quite good. Yeah, this could be this could be a bio chat bot for uh, all the listener knows. Well, <laughs> I'm glad that I'm glad you didn't use plural. <laughs> all the listener knows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hello out there. A lot, an increasing amount of uh, of the stories that we look at on this podcast really could have been written by uh, chat bots, couldn't they? Yeah. Well, if you're out there, audience GBT. <laughs> We'll accept your call. So, Matt, what have you got for us this week? Well, I'm going to start with a story that I found on the uh, virtual pages of the Daily Star online. And it's headlined, BBC EastEnders' Maisie Smith and Max George are homeless and go abroad just to eat. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, um, so homelessness not traditionally something that we would mind for uh, for chuckles. Yeah, but uh, I feel there might be more to it than meets the eye in this case. It's it's worth pointing out that both um, homeless and just to eat are in uh, speech marks uh, in this all kind of single comma speech marks. So uh, you know mm. you may infer from this that uh, they may not be homeless in the traditional sense, because if so, it'd be quite confusing that they go abroad just to eat. So, uh, yes. (laughs) EastEnders actress Maisie Smith and the wanted star Max George's relationship has gone from strength to strength over the years, but now it seems the pair are facing a setback. I mean, it it does sound like it, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What what would the whole thing Maisie Smith and Max George have claimed they are homeless, with the pair having to sleep at the wanted star's mum's house. The EastEnders actress, 22, and music star, 35, first met on Strictly Come Dancing in 2020. They then started dating last year. Strictly, it's really, it's just a gateway for romance, isn't it? Yes, it is, or lust. Uh, I, I believe, <laughs> or last from, from reading the tabloid newspapers. Um, she's 22, he's 35. I mean, it's not, you know, in the, the, the higher echelons of um, big age gaps amongst uh, celebrities, but uh, what do they find to talk about? Being, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they didn't, they didn't watch the same TV shows as kids. <laughs> what do they find well, to I mean, talk yeah, about? Um... There is nothing. There's nothing else, really. <laughs> Certainly past past date number three. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't, still, 
they're happy or are they? We don't know. They're sleeping at his mum's house. Mm. They are no strangers either to sharing loved up selfies and jetting off abroad with one another on luxury holidays. The two even have each other's names in their Instagram bios. I mean, what stronger sign of a bond could you have? <laughs> is that is that a big thing amongst the, 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 the younger people these days? Is that the equivalent of um, people who used to have names tattooed on their arms? I can't I can't keep up with, uh, you know, the, all the gram goings on these days. Yeah. Oh, God, I, I feel so out of touch with the modern world. <laughs> Not for the first time. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, if you just said that to me 20 years ago, I'd have been like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, old before my time. In March this year, the pair took the next step in their relationship and moved in with one another. But it seems Maisie and Max have faced a major setback as they have claimed they are now homeless. Okay. <laughs> However, I think this is where the twist is coming Chris, okay. this, is, this is the uh, M. Night Shyamalan uh, element to uh, to this story. <laughs> However, their current living state isn't down to a lover's tiff or financial woes. Instead, it's because of a lack of space as their new pad is currently having work done. Oh, wow. I mean, suddenly, I mean, I, I thought I was going to lose all sympathy, but, you know, if you're having work done... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Does that make one technically homeless? I mean, it's a bit of a kick in the teeth. For I mean, people. no. <laughs> no, no, it's I mean, not. No. I mean, I was just going to pad this bit out a bit, you know, take the ball into the corner as it, as it were, but uh, no, no, it does not make one homeless. <laughs> Speaking to OK Magazine, Maisie said, we haven't got a kitchen and the sofa is thick with dust, so we're literally at his mum's house. Just be thankful you haven't got bed bugs. Well, that's it. You know, that's a big problem at the moment. Not by the time you yeah, listen to this, perhaps, yeah. listener. Oh, I think you'll find. I think you'll find it will be. <laughs> yeah, I think it will. <laughs> you don't go away quickly, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> she went on to add, "That's why we go on holidays so much because we haven't got a kitchen at home. We're like, we'll go to Dubai just so we can have something to eat." Hmm. Now, I wonder if uh, Maisie and Max have ever heard of a, a, a certain treat I like to call Chicago Town Pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always, uh, I suppose, hang on, though, Chris, they haven't got a kitchen, so they won't have a freezer. Oh, well, I mean, come on. That, that, wouldn't, that shouldn't stand in their way. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty extreme, isn't it? Because uh, I'm sure all of us have had that time where you know nobody's been able to go shopping and it's you've both been busy at work and you've got absolutely nothing in the uh, in in the, the fridge that you can rustle up a, a dinner from but i have to say i've never gone let's go to dubai <laughs> that seems yeah. incredibly specific and also it's quite you know you'd have to you know, you'd have to book it and then get to the airport presumably for dubai you need to be there a good three hours in advance and then you've got however long the, the flight yeah, is stop over yeah 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 it's, it's, i mean you're going to be incredibly hungry by the time you i mean i just eat at the airport and then and then maybe just come back because once you've eaten yeah, at the airport, yeah you don't need to go to dubai to have your dinner do you there's no need to you know go through the burj khalifa's burger king 
to satisfy yourself. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna state this because I don't care what people say. I think going to Dubai just because you haven't got anything to eat in the house is extreme. Yeah, it's not something I feel that, you know, any of the, uh, you know, when they're doing a general election campaign, it, it'll be touched upon. <laughs> no, no. What are, you, what are you proposing to do for the people who have to go to Dubai <laughs> to eat? <laughs> well. <laughs> Maisie and Max, who proudly describe themselves as like a married couple, joke that they mm-hmm. rarely leave the house when they're in the UK. As for their arguments, Maisie added to the publication that the only time they row these days is over a tin of paint. While they both watch it dry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so good, good good joke that they rarely leave the house when they're in the UK. Um, don't, don't really get the setup and punchline to that myself. Um, yeah. The tin of paint. So the, the two battled it out in a bid to the side on what colour to paint their walls. In the end, Maisie, who was keen on Barbie pink, won, but Max would have preferred white. Mm. Great, great <laughs> anecdote. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they battled it out. I mean, I don't know what what um, what particular challenge they they took to the side. Uh, whether they were going to go for a garish pink or a more traditional white. Maybe they should have asked their uh, their Instagram followers in Dubai. <laughs> yeah, they'd have gone on Game of Kaplunk. <laughs> pink or white, guys? Max joked. Oh, is this going to be another good joke? Max no. joked. <laughs> no, no, it will not. <laughs> no doubt, as soon as it's done, Maisie will be at the theatre and we'll have to come back down to London. So we'll never live in this house. Hmm. Oh, I think for that to work, you'd have to already know that this house isn't in London because they haven't said that, have they? Yeah, they're just assu- they're, ah, they're just assuming everyone lives in London and thinks about London. I think I think they're assuming that everybody comes to this with a lot of Maisie and Max knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I only come in with a moderate amount. I don't know about you. I would say I come in with zero knowledge. Rumours have been circulating. And you'll leave with zero knowledge. (laughs) Rumours have been circulating that the pair will get engaged. Have you heard these rumours, Chris? Oh, I mean, I I thought there was a hint when I saw on their Instagram feeds (laughs) that they they named each other on the bios. Yeah, that's a hint, isn't it? And while nothing has been... I'll wear my hat. (laughs) Yeah, I've got nothing to wear. And while nothing has been confirmed, Maisie claims her future is with Max and she brands him the one. Mind you, that's the same thing that Morpheus did with Neo in The Matrix. So, you know, it could be it could be slightly confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Good cultural reference. (laughs) She also Maisie wouldn't get it, though. She's too young. She Sorry. is again, you know, they he he'd bring up the matrix and she would she wouldn't have a clue uh what he was talking about and it would be really awkward mm. and then he'd start to think about whether this is working because they've got nothing to talk about. Um yeah. she doesn't know the matrix, she probably doesn't remember Ed the Duck. No. She also once revealed how before meeting him. 
she had a crush on Max during his big band days. She told the son, Sometimes we'll be in a shop and the wanted will come on and that's a reminder. Or I'll see a picture of the band and think of how that used to be a poster on my bedroom wall. Not to nitpick too much, although, you know, that is very much the point of this podcast, but (laughs) big band days. I mean, weren't the wanted a boy band? It's not like he's Count Basie or something. (laughs) It makes him sound like he was in Glenn Miller's band. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I don't know a great deal about the wanted, but I don't think they, they were a big band outfit. No. Um, sometimes we'll be in a shop and the wanted will come on. What shops are playing the wanted? <sighs> oh dear. No, I don't know. I, I don't know what sort of shop would play. I mean, to be fair, I don't go into the sort of clothes shops that a 22 year old woman would go into, but I would imagine that they're playing something a little more of the moment. Mm, possibly. Also, she says that the things that remind her about the wanted is like hearing them being played in a shop or seeing a picture of them. What about just looking at a boyfriend? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perhaps possibly sleeping with one of the singers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does she not just wake up in the morning and look at him and go, "Oh, that reminds me of the band The Wanted." <laughs> Yasmin Lebon rolls out of bed. You know who I've been thinking about, Duran Duran. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she added, "When I was little." I was only allowed two songs on my phone, and one of them was All Time Low by The Wanted. I paid 99 pence for that. It's such a funny thing, and we talk about it all the time. I mean, Matt, I think we could do 10 minutes just on that final par. You were (laughs) only allowed two songs on your phone. What sort of weird North Korean regime is this? (laughs) Like, who's only allowing two songs? Is Is it her parents? And if so... Why? Why? Why is it so important to them? There's a completely arbitrary <laughs> two-song limit on the phone. And is it like two? You get a choice of you get a free choice of two, or is one of them already pre-installed, like kind of crazy frog? Yeah, that's it. So she only she only gets to take one of her own choice, and she went for all time low by the wanted. Um, yeah. And as she says, it's such a funny thing, and we talk about it all the time. <laughs> Well, at least we've worked out what it is they actually talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not very much. Uh, would you like to uh, hear a comment, Chris? Uh, yeah, go on. Um, there's one here from um, Moonite, or uh, he says, uh, or, or she, or they, say, um, what absolute nonsense. Homeless, but just nip off to Dubai for a pizza? In what world can you class that as homeless? There are real people, actual homeless people, struggling and have to eat out of bins. The writer, what are you doing, mate? Is everything okay at home? Is this really why you got into journalism? If this is the utter moronic nonsense you're reporting on, then where is the unsub button? Also, the phrases get a grip and idiocy and garbage were each apparently getting my comment deactivated. Grow a pair. If you want to report on this stuff, prepare for people to complain. Blimey. I would say that that is a massive overreaction. (laughs) That is someone with, I would hesitate to say, anger issues. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone's suggesting that they're actually claiming to be homeless and having to eat out of of bins. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there you go. Perhaps sometimes you really do have to spell these things out or people will take them highly literally. Yeah. Oh, wow, that was quite a 
That was quite a lively start, Matt. Yes. Um, I think it's time for you to take us stateside, Chris, and tell us what's going on in the United States of the USA. Hey, I will. It'll be my pleasure. Now, on the DailyMail.com, here's the story. Kerry Russell is barefoot as she steps outside her Brooklyn brownstone to talk to a man during her firewood delivery. Wow. Um, so many questions. Not least, Chris, who's Kerry Russell? Well, I believe she's an actress. Um, was she in? I feel like she's been in one of the Mission Impossible films. Okay. I might be getting my Russells confused, but I, I, I think that's her. But um, yeah, I'm noticing a bit of a common theme here of, of, of uh, you know, stories that on the surface maybe won't have that much resonance to to the the common man. Okay. Um, Harry Russell skipped footwear as she steps outside of her Brooklyn brownstone to collect a firewood delivery this week. Okay, a brownstone is that a type of New York uh, house? <laughs> yes, I, I think it is. Yeah. Um, the 47-year-old diplomat actress who recently spoke about launching her career was dressed comfortably in black joggers and a white crew neck sweatshirt. Okay, so we know she's been in Diplomat, but Chris, I don't know Diplomat. No, I don't know Diplomat either. Um, you know, I tell you what, I want to sort of slightly digress and look up her career just to make sure that I've got the right person, because I think she's probably more famous for other things rather than Diplomat. Did she used to do the horoscopes on TVAM? Uh, oh, no, I'm getting confused with Russell Grant. Yes, that would be another. Yeah, she was. She is known for, according to this, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, um, Mission Impossible 3, and uh, Waitress. And Matt, she was also in, I don't know if you've seen this, Cocaine Bear. I have not seen Cocaine Bear, have you? I haven't, no. I saw the trailer. It looks quite amusing. I saw the trailer. I thought it looked like a, a one-note comedy. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's good enough for me, to be honest. I'm happy look, staring at a tin of paint. <laughs> the mother of three pulled her blonde highlighted hair into a low, messy bun for the brief moment outdoors. She was seen chatting with a delivery guy who wore a long sleeve black shirt and jeans. I'm glad we're told what the delivery guy was wearing. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's a certain type of person who i can understand is really interested in like these stories about like what celebrities are wearing and what they're up to and you know they're they're kind of minutiae of their day-to-day -day life but is there anyone who would have gone hang on hang on you've not mentioned what the delivery guy was wearing file this again i, I would love that i would love it if the, if the news editor was on on the phone going there's something missing from this did you not think to put in what he was wearing <laughs> for goodness sake that's Day one of journalism school. <laughs> the former Felicity star had a pair of eyeglasses tucked into the collar of her top and she slipped her hands into the pockets of her pants. Yep. Um, eyeglasses. Eyeglasses is just glasses? Yeah, glasses is fine. I think if you said to people, um, glasses, they wouldn't go and turn back and go, oh, I'm not sure. What you mean by that? Where, where on the body would you wear these particular glasses of which you speak? 
Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an odd one because I think saying eyeglasses almost makes you makes you think that it's not just regular glasses, like some sort of like theatre glasses. Yeah, but you can see the picture of uh, them, and I would just say that they're glasses. Yeah, just just standard. Kerry was also makeup free as she conversed near the steps of her home. <laughs> she didn't talk; she just conversed. Missing from the scene were her three children, son River, 16, daughter Willa, 11, and son Sam, 7. Now that makes it sound suspicious, doesn't it? Missing from the scene. <laughs> it does, as, doesn't it? As, as if ordinarily, if the man comes to bring your firewood delivery, you would call for all the kids. You could be like, River, Willa, Sam, the firewood man's here. The firewood man's here. Come outside. The firewood man's here. I know you want to see what he's wearing <laughs> this time. <laughs> I've got you down for five logs each. <laughs> yeah, it's it's unnecessary suspicion unless, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those classic firewood delivery scams. You know the ones, Matt. Someone comes to your door selling you your, your firewood. At the same time, they go in and nick, nick one of your relatives. I mean, it seems unusual that somebody who lives in New York City would be having firewood delivered. It seems to me that would be more of a rural concern. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 an odd one. Um, Russell shares her oldest children with her ex-husband Shane Deary, with whom she was married from 2007 to 2014. She has since moved on with partner Matthew Reese, with whom she shares her youngest child. Now, I bet you have heard of Matthew Reese. <sighs> I mean, he could be any one of a group of. I feel there was kind of three or four sort of generic Los Angeles-based Welsh actors of the noughties. And was he one of those? Yes, he's not Ewan Griffith. <laughs> yeah. He's not He's not Michael Sheen. Yeah. Yeah, the other he, one. He's the other one, yeah. <laughs> over the summer... Sorry, Matthew, I, I actually think you're very talented. Um, over the summer, Kerry opened up about being cast on the new Mickey Mouse Club alongside stars Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, and Justin Timberlake. Speaking with W Magazine, she shared, I say this completely truthfully, I was literally the least talented one there. I'm not kidding. When I look at those kids, I'm like, why in the world did they pick me? Christina Aguilera and Justin Timberlake and Ryan Gosling and Britney Spears, it was wild. Classic imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it might be a fair comment. She might be the least talented, but, you know, it's a fairly high bar, I would say. Yep. I mean, could the other people cope with uh, getting the firewood delivered barefoot? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I've not read Brittany's uh, memoir yet, so I don't know where her stance on firewood. No, I, I've seen a few of the extracts and they've been quite firewood light. <laughs> what might just a little bit of kindling? <laughs> yeah. She also reflected, some of those people are still my best friends. Ilana, Miller, and Lindsay, Ali. Um, sorry, they, those names were in brackets. I don't know why I read that out so strangely. I was there at a time when there were lots of famous kids there. I would say those two are probably famous to the point that I've never heard of them. I don't know Me, about you, Matt. No, I've not, not heard of any of them. When asked if she saved anything from the 90s show, she answered, my sanity, my dignity. Not everyone got out alive. 
<laughs> Incredible if true. <laughs> yeah. After rising to fame on the series, she later landed the iconic role that ended up defining her career, the title role on the television show Felicity. Never heard of it. No. She played Felicity Porter, a teenager who decides to enroll at the University of New York to pursue her high school crush. The Weak show earned countless fans. The show earned countless fans and earned her a Golden Globe in 1999. However, the following 24 years were somewhat quieter. They were, they were, but, you know, she's, she still made a pretty good career, I think. If you're getting your firewood delivered, then, you know, in my, in my book, you're doing pretty well. So, Matt, play us out with something uplifting. Well, I'm coming back to uh, this side of the pond, as some people refer to the Atlantic Ocean as, um, on the express.co.uk, and it's headlined, The One Show Viewers Distracted by Nicole Scherzinger's Bedsheet Appearance. I can can see potentially why. Go on. (laughs) Well, he goes... The One Show presenters Gabby Logan and Jermaine Genus were joined by former Pussycat Doll and actress Nicole Scherzinger on Monday night to discuss her latest career adventure. That's career C-A-R-E-E-R. She's not, you know, going to Pyongyang or anything like that. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case, <laughs> just in case where you're coming from. Yeah. Just in case you wondered. Uh, no, it's it's her it's her career. The one show viewers were left distracted by well, this Nicola Scherzinger. She she is here, but I think she is Nicole, isn't she? Yes, I think so. Yeah, they've changed their name here to Nicola. Nicole Scherzinger and her outfit on Monday evening after claiming she looked as if she was wearing her duvet. Maybe it's a kind of a deliberate thing, you know, like when I used to get told off by my mum, she would call me Christopher. So it's like oh, yeah. you know, dressing her down yeah. with a bit of a Nicola. Yep, could be. Um, Introducing her to the show, Gabby Logan said, let's welcome our first guest. She has sold over 55 million records worldwide as the leader singer, leader singer? This could have done with a subbing, this copy. (laughs) Lead singer, surely, of the Pussycat Dolls. She has been a judge on The X Factor and The Masked Singer, but nearly a decade after being nominated for an Olivier in her West End debut, She's back in the revival of Sunset Boulevard. I don't quite know why they needed to uh, transcribe this entire introduction. Yeah. I mean, Gabby Logan. Gabby Logan can look up Wikipedia on her own. <laughs> and as she says in the play, it is ready for her close-up. It is Nicole Scherzinger looking amazing. What a dress. Mm. <laughs> it's almost as though you were there at, in, in the live recording of the one show. However, within seconds of the star being on screen, many viewers took to their X accounts, formerly known as Twitter, to comment on her dress. Just one thing. When I mean I've had it I've had it in my my line of work. I'm sure you've probably had it in yours as well. When do we stop saying formerly known as Twitter? What is the cutoff point? Well, I seem to Twitter's been around uh, what the about 15 years now. And I feel that it's only in the past kind of six months that the Daily Telegraph has stopped um, uh, suffixing it with the microblogging website um, <laughs> for, for, for its uh, technophobic and uh, largely non-Agerian readership. Um, 
so yeah maybe maybe the same maybe about 15 years time we'll finally uh see to uh elon's request and start calling it x fair enough fair enough i just want to i just want to know a lot of a lot of publications do uh twitter stroke x at the moment as if it's a kind of in-between period don't they i think i think that's you know i think that's a probably quite a good way of doing yeah. it. yeah well um it'll always be twitter on burley contained Aye. at ian m68 noted Looks like Nicole Scherzinger is wearing a roll of wallpaper. Hashtag the one show. Amy Joanne commented, Looks like Nicole is wearing her duvet to her interview. Doesn't even need to get into bed. She's already in it. Hashtag the one show. Yeah, I think it's slightly gilding the lily there. <laughs> yeah. Bobby underscore hen quipped. So this is a quip, Chris. Are you yeah. ready for a quip? Bobby underscore hen quit. Why is wearing a bed sheet hashtag the one show? Oh, whenever you whenever you have a great quip lined up on social media, you just press send that one minute before yeah. checking it. Yeah, and you realize that you've made an error, Bobby Hen. Imperfect 77 added. I know it's turned a bit chilly, Nicole, but not sure you needed to wear your duvet. Mm. I mean, I, I think we're getting the point here, aren't we? <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. At Raz70 said, hashtag the one show, is Nicole expected to be locked in tonight? She's brought her own sleeping bag. Now, do you think the, we're wrapped up there? No. James, oh, no. <laughs> James Stevenson teased Nicole Scherzinger seemingly had a fight with a duvet earlier. Hashtag the one show. <laughs> a little bit of a different spin on it there, James. At missing me no <laughs> at missing me nose exclaimed. I love I love this. They've uh, obviously gone gone to thesaurus.com and found every possible verb that they could use for, for, for people uh, tweeting this. At missing me nose exclaimed. Is Nicole wearing her duvet? I know I'm tired, but bless her. Hashtag the one show. Hashtag one show. That's really desperate, though, isn't it? Like <laughs> where you, you you do two different hashtags just because you want your comment to be read. Yeah, that is somebody who is absolutely desperate for Jermaine Genius to read their uh, <laughs> their tweet out on the one show. Not all viewers were dismissive of her choice of attire as normal boys praised. Nicole bringing high fashion as always. She looks absolutely stunning. Didn't uh, normal boys do that? Uh, Working nine to five. Do, 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 do. Was that the ordinary boys? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, well, I see. <laughs> oh, you were doing a, you were doing a funny, and I ruined it for you. I mean, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't worry about <laughs> it. When asked what she thought about the reviews of her role and if it made her feel better about her performance, Nicole admitted, I try to stay away from the reviews. I am quite sensitive. That is kind of our ruling theatre that we don't read the reviews, but it is great to see how well received it has been. Hang on. It does read the reviews. <laughs> it's kind of our ruling theatre that we don't read the reviews, but it's great to see how well received it's been. Hmm... Someone's been breaking the rules of the theatre, reading the reviews. Yeah. Let's hope she doesn't read the reviews of her dress. Yes. 
quite. Uh, the One I'm Show sure. airs weeknights from 7 p.m. on BBC One. Uh, just a few comments on this, um, and uh, I would say one that stands out is from Captain Plugwasher, who says, absolute clown, but the joke's on Captain Plugwasher, because he's misspelt clown. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, it's one of those, like, it's one of those magic eye things, isn't it? Where, like, he's done two Vs and it yeah. looks like a W. Yeah, but that's not how you spell clown. No, uh, no. Well, uh, Chris, uh, we do read our reviews. So um, as we wrap up this episode for the month, it just uh, it comes to me to implore you, listener, to go to your podcaster of choice um, and leave a little review of us, be that um, Spotify or Amazon or Apple or Google or YouTube Music or whatever it is. Um, pop us a little review on there and subscribe. Um, tell all your friends. Uh, but Chris, what should people be doing in the social arena? Uh, I don't know, making friends, selling things. <laughs> uh, oh no, sorry, you mean <laughs> you mean how do they engage with our brand? Yes, please. Well, you should go to Facebook, um, barely contain the podcast group, which has uh, you know lots of little clips and uh, pretty much a full archive of everything we've uh, we've recorded, um, or go to. Um, twitter slash x um at barely uh, underscore pod and um yeah you'll find us there yes indeed you do you will so it's just for me to say farewell listener and farewell chris <laughs> yes farewell thank you listener and uh thank you matt bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.